What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are coming on the heels of the largest free agent announcement in baseball history. Shohei Otani has decided his destination. He will be an L.A. Dodger. He has agreed to a 10-year, $700 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes, you heard that correctly. 10 years, $700 million. And what was a whirlwind of a couple of days in this free agent saga where we saw rumors that he was going to Toronto. We saw some plane tracking. There was a private jet which flew from SoCal to Toronto and people speculated that it was Shohei Otani heading to Toronto. It turns out it wasn't. It was Robert Herjavec from Shark Tank. The guy on Shark Tank, the rich dude on Shark Tank, was the guy who got off the plane at Toronto. And Otani was at home in Southern California all along. And he breaks the news himself the following day on Saturday on an Instagram post where he says that he's decided to choose the Dodgers as his next team. It's it's a huge deal. The details aren't fully known, but so far we do know that there will be an unprecedented amount of deferral. So the money is going to be deferred significantly. So the present day value of the deal is not going to be $700 million. It's going to be... It's going to be a lot less. We don't know exactly what the details are, but he's going to be paid out far decades in the future, I'm sure. It's not going to be... He's going to get 700 million US dollars end of the day, but not going to be all all within the term of this deal, for sure, because it's going to be deferred. And that's going to defray the costs and allow the Dodgers to operate underneath the... $70 $70 million AAV. So right now, if you look at it on his face, it's a $70 million AAV. Typically, that's what it counts for on the luxury tax. But what we're hearing so far is that it's not going to be a $70 million a year hit. It's going to be less than that based on the net present value of the deal. If you, if you ask me, I think that's a bit... I think that's a bit suspicious because if... What, what's the point of having a luxury tax if it's so easy to circumvent, so easy to to mess around with? And just structure a deal that makes you not subject to it. I don't know. We'll see. But Shohei Otani is going to be DHing in 2024. There's a lot of money to pay for someone who's going to be a DH for the first year because he just had another elbow surgery. He's not going to pitch again until 2025. But the Dodgers are hoping he'll be back to his two-way status in 2025. So they're willing to have him at top of their lineup doing his thing with the bat. In 2024, so you have Mookie Betts, Shohei Otani, and Freddie Freeman, the top three hitters in your lineup right there. That's a pretty fear, fearsome group, right there. I mean, you have three MVPs, one, two, three, right there. That's a murderer's row, if I've ever seen one. But that's what the Dodgers do. That's what the Dodgers do. They they go out and they get talent. You know, it's funny. The Dodgers have all this talent on paper. They've translated into one World Series title, which was in 2020. A lot of people would expect them to have won a lot more than they have. And if you look at their team today, yes, they got better by adding Otani, but not significantly better, if you think about it. They lost J.D. Martinez, who was outstanding in 2022. Yes, they're replacing him with Shohei Otani's bat. But that the difference isn't much. We have to remember, Martinez was an all-star in his own right. With a 134 OPS plus, 33 homers in 2022. Otani can't pitch, so you're basically swapping out 
JD or Martinez for Shohei Otani, but all your pitching is still in shambles if you're the Dodgers. Kershaw is whatever he is, and he's injured. So, uh, obviously, they don't have Julio Arias anymore. Pitching was the reason why they struggled in the postseason this year. They ended up losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. They were ambushed by the D-backs because they didn't have good pitching. They haven't gone out to fix that just yet. So right now, the Dodgers on paper aren't that much better than they were in 2022. Yes, they were a very good regular season team, but in the postseason, they didn't have the pitching to compete. So there is still time left in the offseason. Of course, there's so many good players out there that the Dodgers could pursue. We're talking about a Japanese player in Shohei Otani. There's another Japanese player who was a free agent this winter. His name is Yoshinobu Yamamoto, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He is highest highest level prospect, pitching prospect, or not even prospect. Just he's a highest level free agent because he's gonna step right into a major league rotation. Uh, the best pitcher in Japan right now. He's he, he's coming to the major leagues. He's gonna command a huge amount of money. Most most publications are estimating he's gonna get two hundred million dollars plus. He's twenty five years old. You know. He's pitching Japan, but he's still young enough to be seen as someone with a huge, huge upside and a huge future ahead of him. So it's being noted he'll get considerably higher than $200 million. Could the, you know, could the Dodgers go, go ahead and get him as well? That'd be crazy. I mean, that'd be a lot of money to spend. I'm seeing projections nine years, 225 for Yamamoto. But um, he's he would be the next biggest arm on the market. Of course, he would definitely help the Dodgers. But, of course, a lot of other teams are interested in this guy. So, what's the next domino to fall? I think that is the next domino. I think Yoshinobu Yamamoto, you know, I think he is he, he is going to be the next domino to fall. Apparently, you know, he has been... I think there were reports that uh, he was at, like, a Lakers game a couple weeks ago. Some people saw him there. So, he has been meeting... I guess he was in L.A. He's been meeting with teams. Uh, Yankees have been have been linked to him, you know, the Blue Jays. Since they missed out on Otani, the money they allocated for Otani, they can make a serious run at Yamamoto. So, I mean, I think the Blue Jays would be interesting because they, they currently have a pretty decent rotation. If they add Yamamoto, that would, man, that would give them the strongest rotation in the AL East for sure. Probably the strongest rotation in the American League. Kevin Gosman, Jose Barrios, you know, Chris Bassett, Yusei Kikuchi are the guys there right now. You add Yamamoto to that mix. It's a pretty deep rotation. And you have um, other you know, other big dominoes to fall in the free agent market. Cody Bellinger, you know, he was the second best all-around hitter on the free agent market after Otani. So now that Juan Soto is off the market after his trade, Bellinger is the best overall hitter available right now. So that's someone who, yeah, I mean, the Giants, Mariners, Cubs, these are teams that are expected to be in the mix for Cody Bellinger. So it's either Yamamoto or Bellinger, I would say, would be the next you know, big dominoes to fall. But um, Otani's off the board. You know, the rest of the offseason is going to proceed at a pretty rapid pace, I believe, because you know teams, not even teams. Oh yeah, teams and players. Nobody wants to be left holding the bag. Everyone wants to get the good talent while it's still there. If you wait too long, you'll miss out. In the midst of all of this, just the other day, the Red Sox traded for Tyler O'Neill. Two-time gold glove outfielder from the Cardinals. This is a good move. So the Red Sox traded away Alex Verdugo earlier in the week. And they went out and they got right-handed bat Tyler O'Neill in exchange for two minor league righties, Nick Robertson and Victor Santos. 
So with O'Neal, you're getting someone, like I said, great defender, two-time two time gold glover, and a good bat as well. You know, the hope for him is that, you know, he's going to recapture his 2021 form. In 2021, he popped off, completely popped off, you know, finished eighth in the NL MVP voting, 34 homers, 80 RBIs, 15 steals. I mean, and that was also a second year in a row winning the gold glove. And uh, since then, in the past two seasons, his playing time dipped largely due to injuries. But if he's healthy, you're hoping you see a little bit of a bounce back towards what he showed in 2021. But now with O'Neal on, on board, you know, you're probably going to see you have a bit of a glut there in the Red Sox outfield, not with any big names. Masataka Yoshida is going to play every day, but he's probably going to get a lot more DH at-bats. O'Neal's going to be in the outfield for sure. You know, he's athletic, has arm strength, he's a gold glover. You're going to see him. You know, the Red Sox might consider it a waste to play him in left field because there isn't much ground to cover or throw in left field at Fenway Park. So you can move him around. You can put him in center. You can put him in right. You can put him anywhere in the outfield. But, uh, yeah, you, you have someone penciled in every day. You have Yoshida, then you have Jaron Duran. And a bunch of other guys, you know, who, who they could put their you know, young player like Sedan Raffaella. But you talk about Craig Breslow, you know, someone who's calling the shots in Boston now. He has all the tools at his disposal. And it would be in his best interest. If you look around the league, you see teams that are improving. The Yankees are improving. The Blue Jays are trying to improve. You know, of course, the Dodgers are improving. The Rangers just won the World Series. You're not, you're not going to get better by adding some, some run-of-the-mill, you know, 4A players, guys who are just out of AAA. Or, you know, you need established big leaguers and that's what Tyler O'Neill is so I think that's the route the Red Sox are going to have to take if they want to keep up with the rest of the league we just saw the Orioles sign Craig Kimbrell you need legitimate names not not uh, some some yeah some lower tier guys so historic 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 events happening in all of baseball the Shohei Otani deal is historic it's the largest guaranteed contract in sports history more than what Lionel Lionel Messi got from from his team, I believe Barcelona, 2017 to 2021, even larger than that. So that was $674 million over the four-year span. This is $700 million over 10 years, so not nearly as much of an average AO value as Messi. But the thing is with Otani, you know, talking a moment ago about, yes, he's giving me a DH, but... Otani, a baseball player, not worth $70 million a year, probably, right? Limitations, you don't know what his pitching future is going to be. But Otani, the business, right? The amount of revenue he generates alone, it's going to pay for this deal easily. Easily, especially now, you know, he's staying in LA. He's got the whole uh, country of Japan behind him. Sells a lot of tickets. People love, even when he was with the Angels, when he goes on the road, people just line up to watch him play you know, I, you know I've seen him myself whenever I go out outside of Anaheim I've seen him play in Anaheim I've seen him play at other ballparks it's must see TV everyone buys a ticket to watch the Angels when they're on the road because especially when Otani's pitching because they want to watch him play so that's that's what the Dodgers are getting themselves into this is a huge investment beyond beyond the baseball diamond so that's where we stand with things. That's the update in the baseball world. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.